Welcome to The Good Life. I am the good doctor, a.k.a. the General William T. Sherman of podcasting. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at knowthegoodlife, K-N-O-W-T-H-E, good life. I am General William T. Sherman. But I do like the William. I was talking with my friend, and I said if I do have a son at some point, his middle name will be William, and not for Sherman, but for Shakespeare, of course. And also William T. Volman and General Sherman and a bunch of other famous names. It's a pretty common name, so it's not just exclusive to those three dudes, but I think it would be kind of funny looking at my child thinking about Shakespeare on one hand. I, I think of like my child with three three heads, like a little munchkin Medusa with all these tentacles and eyeballs. One of them Shakespeare, one of them's a Civil War general, and the other is... Crazy trans fluid guy out in Sacramento with a wart on his face that drops out 1,000 page tomes like a fucking Pez dispenser. So that's if I have a son. If I have a daughter, I don't know what I'm going to name her. Probably Olivia because I like olive oil a lot. The extra virgin olive oil, big. Big bottles, too, because they're the best value. So I've been, I, I wish I could just drink the olive oil, but I'll settle for drizzling. So anyway, I, I want to talk about the stock market and where it is and should you be buying stocks. And we've come off a December low in the market. If you follow the market at all, you know investor sentiment in December was shitty. People were scared. They're thinking it's a repeat of 2009. And... People like me are saying, no, keep buying stocks, Apple, buy Apple at 150 here. And um, sure enough, Apple's at 175. But that was the time to buy, and the market has essentially skyrocketed, slingshotted straight up. And the answer to the question of should you be buying right now is yes, of course, you should be buying stocks every single month. So regardless of external market conditions, you should have a short list. And I wanted to talk about my current short list as it stands on FinViz. I have a portfolio called Near Term Shortlist. And I have it grouped. Um, all, all of these stocks have a forward PE of 15 or less, meaning they're very affordable, if not cheap. Some have a single-digit forward PE, which means they're dirt cheap. Um, and they're all yielding respectable dividends. These all grow dividends. They've all paid dividends for more than 10 years. Um, they all meet my criteria, and therefore I'm allocating my best, uh, my new money into these stocks, and also I'm reinvesting current dividends into these stocks as well. Uh, the highest yielder on my list of 16 stocks is Magellan Midstream Partners, or a midstream company, which means they transport oil and gas via pipelines, essentially. They're essentially a toll road, and they just keep collecting and keep raising dividends every quarter. They're yielding 6.62% right now. I bought some today from my IRA. I bought some last month from my IRA. They're my number one pick in the market right now. Magellan Midstream Partners, ticker MMP. The second one is Tanger Factory Outlets, ticker SKT. Uh, they own a bunch of outlet malls, and I don't see any real long-term downside for outlet malls, even though the Amazon threat looms large. They're still firmly ingrained into our culture. My mother-in-law, my wife, they still want to go to outlet malls. It's still a, an aspiration. Yeah, vacancy rates might be going down in some locations, but looking at EPS and long-term growth trends, I think brick and mortar will be just fine. I think they can coexist perfectly with Amazon. And Tanger is yielding 6.6% as well. Of course, we all know we're not chasing yield as dividend investors. 
it's always good to have some high yielders, some with with limited or smaller dividend growth. It's good to have some mid yielders with single digit to double digit growth, and it's good to have some low yielders with super rock star dividend growth in your portfolio. So mix it up with all three. These two, uh, one's a real estate investment trust, that's Tango. The other is a master limited partnership with Magellan. They're both high yielders. Uh, they do have a place in every dividend growth slash early retirees portfolio. So those are my top two picks in the market right now. Third is probably AbV or Qualcomm. AbV, of course, we discussed them before, riding the coattails of Humira. Uh, Qualcomm. Uh, semiconductor. I'm actually super bullish on Qualcomm and the semiconductors in general. I think as the leadership changes from the FANG stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, they led the bull market the past, what, 10 years? There's going to be a change in leadership, and a lot of these new leaders are going to come from biotech and from the semis. So I'm getting I'm getting heavy into the semis in my dividend portfolios, and Qualcomm is a, pretty much the top of the list. Uh, ticker QC. OM, it's yielding 4.68% right now. Payout ratio is sustainable at, I think, 70% or so. Big thumbs up there. Fifth is Dominion Energy. I'm just going to rattle these off. Six is Eaton Vance. Seven is Smucker. I love Smucker long-term because they're not what most people think they are when they hear the brand. They think of jam for your uh, like English muffins or toast or peanut butter sandwiches, but they're not. They're big into pet food. And my personal favorite, coffee. They're big players in coffee. They own Folgers, a bunch of other coffee brands, Cafe Bustello, I think, a fucking bunch of, all, bunch of coffee, 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 coffee. I'm the most bullish on coffee long-term, uh, maybe of any industry in the world. No joke there. Um, and I would buy Starbucks hand over fist more than I'm buying Apple because I think coffee, to me, coffee is the ultimate uh, affordable luxury aspirational idea on Starbucks is just making inroads into China. So Starbucks has always been way too expensive for me. I own a little bit of Starbucks, but it's still way overvalued right now. Starbucks is one of those great stocks to buy uh, during a recession or a huge sell-off. Uh, so yeah, anyway, Smucker, they're on my list. T. Rowe Price, Asset Manager, they're on my list as well, yielding 3.9%. Amgen, love Amgen as a, uh, actually with a yield play, yielding 3.05%. He has big growth, has so much cash. Amgen is going to be another leader in this new phase of the bull market. Again, biotech and semis. Uh, after Amgen is Walgreens Boots Alliance. More of a long-term play, but uh, I like the duopoly. They pretty much have a CVS. Uh, the 11 is uh, Quest Diagnostics. You're sensing a theme here, right? Healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. Big growth ahead, yielding 2.4%. After that, that is General Dynamics Corporation, ticker GD, defense contractor. Big time. Um, you heard of Gulfstream Jets. That's them. Uh, submarines, check. Uh, love those guys. Love love the whole sector. Love Lockheed. Love Northrop Grumman. Love General Dynamics. Those are my top three plays in the space. A uh, little overvalued now, but still a good play. The next one on the list is Comcast, CMCSA. Comcast, uh, essentially a media company. I, I like them along with Disney. Of course, Disney's best in breed. Comcast is kind of sliding in there. They're a sneaky dividend growth stock as well. Currently yielding 2.16%, attractively valued, maybe a little, a little on the high end, off of its 52-week lows, um, like 30 40% off. So uh, keep an eye on it. I'm not buying it. Uh, next is Apple. And like I said, Apple's Apple, Starbucks, uh, Costco, United Health, Visa, MasterCard. Uh, I mean, the, 
those stocks are on my untouchables list. They're never affordable. They're all they're, they're the stocks I want so bad. Nike, I want all those stocks. I mean, investing doesn't have to be difficult. Look around you, see what people are buying and drinking and consuming. Uh, and if they pay a dividend and they have a low payout ratio and their dividend is growing by double digits, hit the buy button. So Apple's on my list. It's just reaching the high end of valuation. I'm sitting tight. I bought some about a month ago. I actually bought a lot about a month ago when it was around 160 a share. Now it's about a buck 75. Warren Buffett in his recent letter to Berkshire shareholders said, I am not buying Apple now. I wish I could, but we're not buying until it's cheaper. So I actually agree with him there. I think any Apple around 150 or below is a screaming buy. Just just hammer the buy button. Just slam it and buy, 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 buy. Last on my list is FedEx. I like FedEx long-term over UPS. They have international operations. They're firmly ingrained in the business-to-business logistics. I think FedEx is another incredibly strong brand, not just because they sponsor the FedEx Cup in my favorite uh, consumer pastime of watching golf, although I do love golf in the FedEx Cup. Um, aside from their golf support, I think FedEx is a screaming buy again, kind of an, another duopoly in, in the logistics space with UPS. But I think they have an edge over U- UPS, both in brand, earning per share, management, etc. And I do not think Amazon will cut into them on the logistics side because I think their network is too firmly entrenched, although I think Amazon might make some inroads. I think the fears of Amazon taking over the world and Essentially, every industry are completely overblown, and I think you should take advantage whenever the stocks that Amazon tends to go into their industry, when those stocks sell off, I think it's a nice little buy signal to either initiate a position or or add to your existing position if Amazon uh, has an effect on those stocks and, and knocks them down into uh, value territory. So those are my top 16 stocks for the market right now. Again, uh, assess your <laughs> risks and objectives. I am not a financial advisor. These are not recommendations to buy, but rather for further research. So anyway, I'm covering my ass here. Uh, the point is keep buying these dividend stocks. Next month, there's going to be 16 other stocks. Maybe there's going to be 12 of these and four new ones. I mean, the market's basically just one big pricing mechanism. The price of stocks is currently fluctuating. There's always at any point in any cycle, in any market, 10 to 15 dividend growth stocks to purchase in your IRAs or in your brokerage accounts. So Uh, Anyway, hope that helps. Hopefully it gives you guys some insight into where my mind is on the day-to-day stock market um, and where I'm putting my money. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. All of my trades are in real time on my Instagram feed and my Instagram stories um, to the second that I buy these stocks. So um, am I talking my book? Absolutely. Um, Have I been studying this stuff for 10 years? Um, Every single tick of the market uh, 50, 60 hours a week, absolutely. And uh, this is one way to build wealth and probably the best way to retire early and create that passive income stream that will cover your expenses in retirement. So happy buying out there in the stock market. Don't be afraid of the stock market either. People think it's rigged or they don't understand the language. That's all bullshit. Just Google. Just Google. You have a thing called Google. If you don't understand a term, type it in. Press enter. (sighs) Fuck, man. Is there anything better than wrapping yourself in warm laundry when it's straight out of the dryer? Fuck, no. That's the greatest feeling of all time. So if you purchase a stock and you feel good, go on over. You don't even have to do a new load of laundry. Just throw some blankets on your sofa in the dryer for like 10 minutes and just 
wrap yourself in them when they come out. Just sit there. Be mindful of the moment. Feel your arms, hands, hairs, chest, body, clothes, neck all wrapped in a blanket. Be present in the moment. It's probably the greatest free pleasure that you can attain. I'll leave you with this. Being happy and being a millionaire are both possible. They're not mutually exclusive. People are saying, the goal in life is to be happy. And some people are saying, fuck that. I want the money because money will bring me happiness. Money will bring me options to free me up so I can pursue my things that I want to pursue to bring me happiness. But there is a large swath of people in the U.S. as lonely and quiet and segmented and segregated as the country might seem to a lot of people. There's a whole swath of other people in these little pockets. You probably never hear or see them because they're probably not on social media or have zero inner, zero digital footprint like William T. Volman, but they exist and they are happy and their net worth is high and they are doing what they want in this United States of Asia.